Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. We're good? Yes, sir. Shit. All right. So I'd like to welcome everybody back to the Step Brothers Podcast episode... It went away. What episode is this? Come on. Two, it's, a new, it's a new 10. 40? 240. Okay, episode 240. We almost to half of 500. That's crazy. Oh, yeah, that too. Yeah, man. It's your host with the most, Chris Miner, a.k.a. Dino Spumoni, extra cheese and pepperoni, a.k.a. Yeah. Talk to me nice, a.k.a. Young Chris Kringle, the gift that keeps on giving, a.k.a. Young Paulie Walnuts, a.k.a. Young Victim on Jr., wow. a.k.a. Young Wikipedia, wow. a.k.a. Wick Ross, wow. a.k.a. The Bad Boy of Goodwill, wow. you feel me? A.k.a. Did I say talk to me nice? A.k.a. Talk to me nice if I didn't do it again. Yeah. It's good, go. darling. Man, I'm out here, you know what I'm saying? Dad, D-A-double-D, dad gang, yes, official, yes, affiliate. Yes. You know what I'm saying? We've the been hat, saying the hat matches the 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 fabric in the yeah, sweater. That's right. I'm saying uh, we out here. You know, I wake up at sunrise and see, see my, my sunrise. sunrise. It's such a bar, uh, you know, bro. I can't family wait to see myself. Uh, I only you know, wake just, up at sunrise and see just my. Just bringing you rise. this wholesome content. Is it wholesome? <laughs> I just said you, I said it while you were saying your thing, but I was like, I only wake up in the morning to see my penis rise. And you said we do uh, <laughs> wholesome, wholesome content, content from my, from my side. Yeah. I'm yeah. the wholesome one. So, if you never noticed, from if you're on the video, that's us. We have like a triple inception right here. Yes, this USB wasn't formatted for this TV. So it was good on TV. The image look good. Wasn't showing up, so we're just playing the last episode on the, the screen here. So uh, I want. I want. We're going to do a poll for our listeners. Vote. Up, yes, if I should take this girl here on a date to McDonald's. All right, we're going to do. From the last episode. Yeah. If I should take Brittany on a date to McDonald's next week, y'all do like a get at us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. Let me know if I should take Brittany on a date. I feel like I should. I feel like I can and show her. Brittany, feel free to vote as well. You have a say in this. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like she should see the other side of life. You know what I'm saying? But shout out to those young ladies. Came, gave us an eye-opening experience last week. What we were kind of missing in the streets since Dalton uh, is married. Very funny episode. And I am, uh, I'm, I'm maneuvering in this maze called life, you know, diligently. But yeah, last week's episode was cool. Um, uh, yeah, I learned a lot about myself. I'll tell you that much. I'll tell you that much. Anyway, it's a new week. It's a new day. Um, how was your week? Uh, man, I'm kind of rough, man. I've been sick. Yeah. Uh, Brandon got me sick finally from daycare. Mm. He been getting Shelby all fuck a year. Yeah, I've been missing it, and then he finally got me, uh, like really just sinuses and stuff. I think it's like a mixture of you know the weather changing and plus him being a little sick. I mean, he was really just congested and stuff. But yeah, yeah, I've had like a cough, but uh, 
Yeah, I've, I've today I felt a lot better though. Um, you know, just been taking my my shit. So if I cough here and there, I apologize. This is part of the, the shit. I will wipe these mics down afterward. Um, <laughs> part of the aesthetic. But uh, yeah. So other than that, and then Shelby goes out of town this weekend. Um, uh, mommy daughter trip. Yeah, right? mommy daughter trip. So she leaves tomorrow afternoon. So I'll be. I'll be uh, just me and Raiden for the weekend, um, and then uh, next week's Thanksgiving. So yeah, uh, we will be taking a break next week. So, yeah, well, yeah, of course. So, I don't even know how we were going. Yeah, to... everybody will be taking a break next week. Yeah, it's Thanksgiving, family time. So, what are you thankful for this year? Oh my God! You gotta ask, bro. Generic. You gotta ask. You're a family man. You want to be safe and wholesome. That's wholesome, nigga. Yeah, I mean, I'm thankful for my family. Of what course. Talk about, talk about my, I'm thankful that my son is. You know, healthy, mm. growing. Mm. Uh, my wife is thriving. Yeah, um, she just got braids, so she's uh, you know, she's feeling herself right now. Of course, I'm feeling it. She's looking great. Um, you know, just you know, who did her braids, Dami? Her mother. Oh, nice. Okay, her mother did it. Um, yeah, uh, and you know, just now that I'm healthy, that we're living, that we're both employed, I'm thankful for all <laughs> yeah. those things. Um, yeah. And, you know, we're just keeping it going, um, and nothing has really, you know... Uh, Gone awry. Yeah, health-wise or anything. So, you know, really that's kind of what it is, just happy to see him healthy, growing, you know, no major issues with him at all. Yeah. So. <coughs> uh, I'm thankful for that, too. Thankful for your family. Um Thankful for my family. Thankful for the ability to get up every day. I know um, a lot of people take that shit for granted because we keep on waking up. But, you know, not to be morbid or anything. Bless you. Bless you. You know, tomorrow is not promised. So I am thankful that I made it today. Uh, uh, Thankful for the opportunity of tomorrow if I get it. Uh, I'm thankful for my friends, all of them, the ones I talk to every day, the ones I talk to once a week, once a month. Uh, I'm thankful for y'all for real. Like I, I almost, before all the shenanigans broke this week, I was going to come in here and ask Dalton like, yo, why do we still pod? Like, why do you still want to pod at this point in your life? Like, cause I remember I was talking to someone um, I was telling you about him like two pods ago, maybe the guy the that was doing community service at my job. Yeah, he asked you about it. Yeah, and I was like, "Yo, I think you know my buddy. Like, he's recently married. He just had a kid. I was like, "Yo, is it has to fulfill him in some type of way to still like want to come do the pod, book the show, come sit with people, uh." Pay to park, all the things we have to do to do the podcast. Yeah. Like it has to fulfill him in some way for us to still do it. And that might not always show up uh in in monetization. Yeah, monetary. Um but yeah, that was uh gonna be something I wanted to talk about, uh why we still pod. Cause I think it's important. Like I don't want to lose sight of your vision when you brought this to me. Like what was your purpose on wanting to pod initially? Yeah. I know you had just moved to Charlotte. You were 
getting ready to move back and you were you know you probably missed the boy of course why wouldn't you and you're like i want to spend as much time as possible <laughs> with this guy <laughs> i guess i don't know what your motive was, that was not part okay of well i thought so <laughs> that, let me just add that let me just think that's what it was sure all right that's what it was just for you yep who else you know that's nobody else to do it that's me there i will say this there is nobody I would do it with. Ah, oh, there you go. Thanks, Don. That was, you looked me in my eyes when you said that. that's a little. Yeah, that's so you know it's the real. No, it's real. I felt uh, it. But why do I still do it? Yeah. Um, At this point in your life. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure a lot of people ask that question too. Probably, especially seeing how many episodes we have. Yeah, and then 240. Like, yeah, we have a lot of episodes. You know, we do it every, pretty much every week. Yeah, like, unless, here and there. Yeah, but. But we're we're very consistent. But um, and then I'm sure there's people out there like, why do they keep doing this if you know that we're not doing like ten thousand views? Right, per, right, right, right. Per right. video, right. I mean, they're not looking at the audio numbers though, but they're they're looking at the yeah. video numbers. Yeah. I, but I mean, here's the thing: like, um, everybody needs an outlet, right? Like, um, and I can, think this is a great segue to the something right after this. But okay, but uh, yeah, everybody needs an outlet, and I think. We initially started it, you know, to have like our music debates with all our, our music friends, right? Like producers and things of that nature. Then, artists, we, then we expanded yeah. to bringing in artists that we didn't know personally to get to know them personally, you know, on the show, kind of get them uh, past the music stuff just to kind of chop it up, like yeah. as humans. Yeah. Um, and then everybody's to show everybody's creative process is different, kind of mm-hmm. like where they're because everybody has so many different ideas and kind of bring those on here. And then we've been expanded even further. You know, we talked to teachers, we talked to authors, chefs, chefs, um, OnlyFans girls. But yeah, and <laughs> shout then, out to Amanda. <laughs> and, it, and sometimes just regular people, yeah, like, like that, yeah. just like that we know that want to come on and just like kinda, the two young ladies from last week. Yeah, like so they're saying let's all like now we're kind of like expanding because like, um, funny enough, the studio Hello Studios uh, interview me mm-hmm. for their newsletter, mm-hmm. and they asked me that question too, like what what is your podcast about? And it's kind of it's kind of a hard question to answer, really. Like, because I was like, I don't know if we have like if it's like something that's about. I was like, really, what it is is kind of like, um, like this is like what a real like our real group chat would look like. Yeah, for real. Because like my, Shelby asked me this all the time. She's like, what do y'all talk about? Because she thinks we're in there like oh, right talking about girls and yeah. stuff. But really, it's like shit like this. Yeah, like, y'all hear y'all hear that album come out? Sports. Like so, it's just shit like that. I just want to shoot the shit. Like uh, this is kind of the way to like do that um you know but also like like share it because sometimes you know we have some gems or we have some good stuff to talk about yeah also just you know it's good to have like normal people doing it like mm-hmm. i'm not like uh, not anything away from like rory Mahler, like joe budden right right, right right but like like just a, i'm just a normal guy like yeah. that that has a that i and i wasn't married when i started this right now i am married and have a son right so i've i've been just a normal guy, and now I'm a normal family man. Like, yeah. Although the course of the evolution of you is but a good the, way to... But, like, just that, you know, you could see, grow. like, the difference and all that. And then it's still, like, stuff to talk about. Like, Always going to be something to talk yeah, about. Yeah, life is still living, right? And then now it's just even more so. Um, but, yeah, it's just kind of like, you know, like, uh, like just a, a thing to chop it up, get away for a little bit, you know, just, uh, you know, hang out, really. Like, kind of this is, like, our hangout time, other than, like, when we... You know, Dude, plan stuff. Yeah. But, uh, cause 
as a parent, I have to plan things. But uh, planning is cool as an adult. Period. Yeah, yeah. Planning shit is important. But um, yeah, I think it kind of ties into like this whole Andre Three Thousand discourse about this. Before we get yeah. to that, though, um, so in thinking about it, I was like, what's like, what's my purpose on the podcast? Like, because it started off with me kind of still being in the mix. Uh, being a creative, so uh, yeah. we were having conversations about that and um, uh, frequently or whatever. And then it was like, well, I don't really create as much as I used to uh, as far as, like, my output or whatever. I still work on beats here and there. And uh, I was doing a little bit of fashion stuff for a little while. Yeah. Um, and then, like, my job and me having an actual, like, real position, I'm not just, like, an employee that uh, that kind of was another part of me. Like I felt like I needed to serve, and it because it's serving me. <clears throat> Excuse me. And like when we first started, I didn't know how to do a podcast correctly. I just felt like yeah, we no, yeah, was yeah. We I, me, I just was like, well, this is what's going on in my life. You know, when I was dating, uh, I would put all our business out there. Come to find out, that's not. That's not the best thing to do for when the cameras turn off. Um, it's good for engagement. It is good but for bad for personal life. Yeah, personal life. That's yeah. that's where we had to. That's kind of where I had to figure this shit out. Like, what is personal and what uh, can I share? Because I've always been an open person and I always wanted to share uh, whatever. Because I feel like uh, people go through shit and sometimes they don't have someone to turn to that they feel like that'll understand. And a nigga like me, I have been from point A to point W yeah, and, and like everything in between. Um, so I felt like that was kind of my purpose. And then like, uh, where we are here now today, I feel like you've always, well, in the, <clears throat> at first you were a little less reserved than you are now. Um, and I feel like I was, obviously I was a loose cannon. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And now I feel like I'm super reserved to the point where it's like, uh, like, you know, I kind of, I do miss that loose cannon. Just say whatever yep. you, yeah, like whatever you want to say, just say yeah. it. You deal with the consequences later. But then that came with a lot of like, you know, uh, me double back thinking on myself, like, do you, do you really feel that way? Do you really know what you're talking about? Are you just saying something to say something? Like, I didn't want to be that guy. But then the way we brought everything together, this is sort of like a nod, a, a nod to Wale and a nod to Seinfeld, I guess. This is really a podcast about nothing. Like, we have no objective by the end of this episode. Yeah, it's and not. We'll, like, even yeah. when we, I have topics, even when Domin was here, um, we would we would spend our week making the topics will come and we try to do that uniform shit, but it's just we're, I'm not a uniform person in that way. Like my thoughts, yeah. I'll give you a perfect example of how my thoughts work. It's gonna sound nasty, maybe I don't know. But I was in the shower before you came to scoop, and I was listening to an older episode of the Joe Budden podcast. I go back and listen to their back catalog versus their newer stuff, and um, they were just talking about how they just did a show in Detroit. And then randomly, I'm in the shower, probably washing my pits, whatever. I'm like, oh, yeah, V's is from Detroit. I wonder if V's went to that show because that's like a 
uh, industry event almost kind of. You know, yeah. these are industry people. They're doing something in your city. I wonder if you went. And then I was thinking, oh, what if Visa's homeboys were like, oh, you go to a podcast, nigga? That's whack. Because, like, he's like a street guy or whatever. Like, why are you going to a podcast? Even though he's an industry guy or he wanted to be at that time, maybe. But uh, just from him saying, Joe saying they were in Detroit, my thoughts, like, went to everywhere else. You know what I'm saying? And that's how we kind of do the podcast, like, or at least I will. So there's not anything uniform about it. We we really are up here just shooting the shit. Um, and I thought about it like, man, maybe that's why we haven't got approached for real to like do anything bigger than what we've been doing because we're not like a uniform show. We're not produced or whatever. Well, at the end of the day, I'm like, fuck that shit. Cause life isn't produced. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you, you got to just be dropping music notes and you got to make this fucking melody with it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like that's, that's, that's how this shit go. But anyways, like Dawn was uh, segueing into Andre 3000's flute album. Yeah. Uh, what were you, how were you, what, break it down for me, uh, black man. What, how was how was you going to do that? I was just going to say, like, like because we were talking about, like, what is our, what are we doing now, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so, uh, and then I just see all this discourse around mm-hmm. him dropping a flute album, right? Instrumental album, right. for the most part. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure he's using other instruments oh, but, yeah, yeah, and yeah. other stuff like that. But like I why is that an issue? I because I've seen some very interesting like takes about it. Oh yeah. Tev had the best one to me. He said he was speaking as if he was three thousand, basically saying, I hate what y'all niggas did to the to the genre that I love. So I'm not gonna do it anymore. This is my contribution. And even that, like, I appreciate Ted's perspective, of course. But, like you said, what is wrong with him doing the instrumental album? Yeah, because, I, I mean, he, and then. I, I think th- it's the fact that he keeps shitting, not shitting, but just keeps saying, oh, I'm I'm 40-something years old. He's saying, I, I don't have nothing. He, he, he said, but someone put the, the text up of it, right? Mm-hmm. And they circled the part that people keep hovering over. Mm-hmm. And it was the, he's like, right now, for me, I don't have anything to talk about. I'm 48. I'm worried about getting a colonoscopy. Right. Like, he's just saying right now, because, you know, he'll do a feature or whatever. Yeah. But I don't think he has anything, like, because, you know, he's like a conceptual guy. Yeah. A hundred percent. Just like we love below. So I don't know if he has, like, a concept in mind that he, like, life experience. And he's, you know... He's just been enjoying life. I don't know if I agree, any- but let me play devil's advocate. Okay, as always. So I don't see this as a big deal. I do and I don't. Okay. From a creative perspective, right? Because first and foremost Get your shit off, man. He wants to be he, he is Andre three thousand. He don't own nobody's shit. He can do he whatever the fuck he wanna do. Nothing, yeah. Right? But from a creative standpoint, you can't in that same GQ interview. He said that he did some drugs, something that made him purr like a panther for like three hours, and it was wild or whatever. It, I'm, I'm, I'm mixed. It might be a different animal. I'm not 100 sure, but he said something to that effect, right? He was, high. he was high. Okay. To me, your concept is right there, right? <laughs> okay. Because think about it: when you come out of a trip, like look, me for instance, the last time I went on a shroom trip, trip. That was the first time that I had sex on a psychedelic. Like, and I was feeling it. Like, 
all of like I was trying to make. I said the last pot. I was trying to make love. Like my, in my mind, I am making love right now. I love this woman. I love this moment. We are connected. I'm, yes, we are one. So just imagine if I took all that feeling that I felt, which I still could do. If I could sing, nigga, what? <laughs> my beats would probably suck because R and B is a different bag than rap. At first, trying to make you know that shit, but like, if I could sing and I would write these records and I would put this is exactly what I felt like having sex on shrooms and put it out. What like? The 70s, the 80s, the 60s, these niggas were on psychedelics, bro. Jimi Hendrix. Andre 3000 per- portrayed Jimi Hendrix in the film. I'm, I'm familiar. So it's like, I, I feel like that's kind of a cop-out. And here's why I feel like that's a cop-out coming from him. Okay. Technically, if you want to call it what it is, uh, The Love Below is his first solo album. If yeah. you if you want to call no, it that. No, it was just packaged with Speedway. If you were alive around that time and you were aware around that time, you know how big that fucking out, both of them, the speaker boxes, well, the, both of them were. They won Grammys. Everybody started recycling his Grammy speech where he just went on stage and was like, thank you. Hey, y'all was everywhere. Yeah. Hey, I was everywhere. Uh, all this shit, right? So you get scared of your shadow type thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, possibly. People thought it was all Which that Like the love below It's the love below Like it's a great fucking Conceptual album Mm -hmm. You know And um, He was He was rapping As an adult then He wasn't rapping To the kids Even though Hey y'all Was deemed to be A fun He performed that shit At Nickelodeon I remember They got slimed And all that shit But When I was dating Winter And she broke down What that song made Cause I was just dancing as a, to the words, uh, he's really saying like, "Wow, thank, my parents stuck together. I don't know how they did it because we can't do it today." Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like he's speaking about adult things then. Yeah. So it was like, to me, that's kind of a cop out when he says that. Just say, like you said, you know, I want to do this or make that more prominent than uh, y'all don't want to hear what a 48 year old got to say when Nas is 50 years old rapping at the left, even though Nas is not my first choice. He's still 50 rapping, and people still Care enjoy it. He's nominated for a Grammy. Yeah. So, but like I said, nigga want to play flutes, let him play flutes. This, I mean, this is just what he, he's on right now. I'm just saying, but you can't control what someone, like, their vibe is right now. So yeah. maybe he just doesn't want to rap. On the contrary, though, what he did on the Killer Mike's album. Yeah. Frank's but album. Kanye's Frank's album. album was years ago, though. Okay, Kanye was the most recent one. No, Killer was, Mike was this year. I'm saying, like, besides Killer Mike, it was yeah. Kanye. And even what he did on that, that was adult content. Yeah. But see, I don't I don't think features are, like, what he's talking about. Yeah, but... Because he's, he's been thriving on features for fucking decades. Since 2000... So. What, when did uh, Channel Orange drop? Really Take Care was the first feature we heard from him in a while. Outside of the Devin the Dude, what a job this is. Green light. Green light. Yeah, all that shit. Take Care was the first big, like, mainstream. And that verse, still to this day, even that verse was very adult. Like, so, so that's what was okay. So, like, you have to at least be 18 to get in this. But I'm saying, if he doesn't want to make a solo album, yeah, it it just is what it is. A solo rap album. Yeah. So, no matter what we want to talk about, like, he doesn't want to do it. And he can say whatever he wants. The problem I had. Was someone compared him to Lauren Hill, and that pissed me off. I low key was about to do the same. 
but not in a negative sense. No, like he, they said that at this point he he's acting like Lauren Hill. Oh no, um, I wouldn't agree with that. I would just say more of you put out a phenomenal album that got all these reviews, and you're you're scared to come come not come anything close to. I mean, it. all their albums are good. All Outkast yeah. albums are dope. Yeah. So like, yeah, I mean, but there's a point where some people just don't want to do this shit no more. Yeah. And that and then there's it happens to a lot of people. Like yeah. especially like that. Like if he reached a he reached the pinnacle, right? He is a a diamond selling album. Yeah. He has Grammys. He has all these things. He was able to like his kids were still young when Love Below came out. Mm-hmm. He got to enjoy his son's graduation mm-hmm. with no fluff, no muss, mm-hmm. right? He lived in Dallas for a long time yep. until his son graduated. So, like, he was just out here. Yeah. And I didn't run into him a fucking single time. I thought you said you delivered something to him. No, that wasn't me. I think you're talking about... It was someone from Favor, but it wasn't me personally. Oh. Which, that's why I said I was pissed, because I'm, yeah. like, I'm yeah. like, bro, I've been here, and I don't ever get to see this motherfucker, right? <coughs> so, like... He just he's been living life, and then like whatever that translates to is now he's gonna be making well this for this it's just right now yeah this is not saying he won't do it right and he's put out little projects before um, he did like a little collab joint with uh, Erica Badu around the time Drake had dropped Hotline Bling yeah that they dropped on SoundCloud and then he did like three records for his mom when she passed um. But yeah, I, I, that's it's 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 the fan in me is like this is Andre three thousand. I don't care if this nigga don't make music again. Like he has served me. Look, I'm going to listen to this flute album. Yeah, I'm gonna listen to it 100. percent Because I'm I'm curious. I'm curious. Like where his because this might be the result of the trip he was talking about, mm-hmm. right? This might be what he heard, like right. everything, like but in just music form, right? So I'm, I'm I'm interested in what it is gonna be, but like. I don't think there should be this big a discourse because people act like he owes us some shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. He doesn't owe me nothing. Nah. Nah. Niggas want to know shit. Buy my whole album. Like, host set that shit. Yeah, I mean. admit that shit. I mean, his music is still there. You can listen to it right now. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of still dissect a lot of shit that he was saying. I'm sure y'all have not listened to all of Outkast shit. Because I'm still on. (laughs) I'm still stuck on the uh, spotted dopey, dopalapa. Dopalish. I'm still stuck on it. Just damn, that song is damn, so like damn, damn. Nothing about yeah. the music itself is unorthodox, but the way they approached it is unorthodox. They were different, man. Yeah, a hundred percent. So like, you know, I'm just glad he's happy. I'm yeah. glad he's healthy. I'm glad he's here. Yeah, to even be able to speak this. Yeah, do his flute album because we've lost a lot of legends recently, and yeah. I, that one would definitely no, that'd be a blow, be a detriment. Um, um, so let him just do what he wants while he's here, and if you know he gets that inspiration back. Maybe maybe for if this flute album goes bananas for him, maybe he might. Yeah. He might be like, oh, people really are interested in what I got. His- you know what could also be like a factor in all this yeah. to the business. Yeah. He, itself. Because he, right? he, he got out scot-free. So like. So might- there was this. Um, the business. This post from the other day saying that Spotify plans to charge for uh, streaming fraud. Yeah, the platform will financially penalize labels or distributors if they pay for it. When it yeah. finds that more than ninety percent of streams on a song are fraudulent, right? Yeah. So Russ, the uh, rapper or singer, if you like him, if you love him, if you hate him, whatever, he is very informative for 
independent artist, up and coming artist. He's very. That is one thing I can say about him. Yes. So he quote tweeted that tweet and he said, after uh, talking with my lawyer, this is actually a silly rule that's not going to affect any big artist. Think about it. They're saying you can fake even 85% of your streams and that's fine. An established artist doesn't need to fake 85% though. Like I've said, big artists are taking a song that organically is getting, let's say, 800,000 a day and boosting it to 1.2 million a day. That's fair play according to the powers that be. Yeah. Left my ass off. But a new artist is more likely to be fucked for uh, for this because let's say they have 1,000 streams and fake 900 of them. Boom. That's not allowed. Crazy. All this is a way for Spotify to free up more money to go to major labels, which Dalton has been... Uh, an advocate for the fuck Spotify. I, yeah. Uh, they, they're, they're joint. An, but again, they're anti-artists, bro. They are anti-artists, but they're, but, but, but they're anti-business. <laughs> like, yeah, um, they are. I, I always said, well, I didn't always say when I, when I made this realization, I said it on the podcast a few episodes ago, they are not a music app. They are a, they are a, uh, they are because they started with music. Yeah, but they're a um, they're a media. They're media, like because like they do media, they have audio books now, podcasts, even videos on there. Yeah, but it's not like what did I say last time? I can't remember. It was an episode with Miles and um, oh no, you're and, you're on Spotify's dick though. I know that. Look, because the main reason I made the switch from Apple to Spotify is when. I already said this, but when I play a record, yeah. Let's say I'm playing Prince, I will die for you. Is it going to go to Kendrick Lamar? Be all, uh, no, all so right. I will say no. I can tell you this: their their algorithm is better, way better. But you know who? Oh, has, that's why because they're a tech company. You know, that's why. Oh, you know who yeah. has the best algorithm though? Title. Yeah. Title, title is the best music streaming app. Yeah, they 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 pay the most. Yeah, they have exclusive content. Their playlists are fucking banging. Yeah, and their algorithm is good. Spotify's algorithm is good. I'm not holding that. I'm yeah. talking about Spotify, the company. But this is the same. <laughs> I hate that it had to be like this, but you have to have, you have to have Seven Eleven across the street from Quick Trip, right? <laughs> like you just have to. Like that's just the way America is built. Like they thrive off of uh, the competition. Yeah, so any business thrives. Exactly right. So the, even when you break this shit down to shoes, the big, I guess the big three would be Nike, Adidas, and, and Puma. Puma, right? Okay, those are the big three. But then you wouldn't get to wear like these sneakers. These are Lacoste. Lacoste sneakers, right? Like those aren't. They don't fall anywhere in. <laughs> The wheelhouse of that. So, Yo. you uh, title would be a Lacoste. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if you want to step outside of mainstream consumer, like, these are hype beast-esque type situations, then, yeah, um, title would be for you. My thing is, uh, it's kind of like the Apple and Android joint. Like, those are only two, like, main joints that are... They are, they are the only two. Yeah, they are Because the Windows two. phones don't exist anymore. They don't exist anymore. <clears throat> So you either want to have one or the other. My thing, I never want to shun, you know, like when we, especially while we were like coming up and uh, I, I was the only one in the group chat with the green bubbles and everybody was like, come on, Chris, you got, you got to get with it, bro. Like Apple's the wave, this, this and that. But I was like, well, I could like download my beats like directly to my phone though. Like, 
I don't have to open notes and do all this shit. Like it'll be in my music folder. You're never you gonna. Know? You're never gonna see me cap for it. Android. Fuck Android. I'm just saying, like the little nuances that come with each. Uh, there's pro. Look in life. There's pros and cons to everything. Everything. But I am strictly speaking for no, my, just... my fellow people, right? Mm. Like, I can't support something that doesn't support you. Now, I know I know a lot of artists still fuck with Spotify. Like, they will post their Spotify links before any other one, right? But, um... Majority of people have Spotify. Yeah, because they have a free account. Yeah. You can get on, you can get on Spotify for free. You just gotta listen to ads. <coughs> But most people go to a playlist. They don't care if it's on shuffle. They're going to shuffle it anyway. It's a playlist. Yeah. Pick around. So, yeah. so then you'll just get an ad every so often. Yeah, I, I'm paying for the family joint. I got. Yeah, we have family uh, Apple Music. A chick I used to talk to, my brother and his wife are all on my Spotify. I'm paying 20 a month for all of us to get free music, uh, whatever, audio book, all that shit. And I must say, though nobody's paid up, Alex paid me one time. I think the builder came out twice. Was about to come out again. He's got to charge up the game, man. Yeah, but anyways, you know, shit happens. But uh, but it's just shit like that, man. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm just like, like, if you want to, I'm saying if you use them, you use them. I'm just saying like, they've proven time and time again. They're, oh, they're definitely uh, these niggas is in Sweden or wherever the fuck they are. They don't give a fuck. Yeah, they don't. They don't care about that shit. But uh, in the slightest. Well, uh, uh, another instance of the business, um, you and I went to go see Oppenheimer, which we, which we, uh, thoroughly enjoyed, right? Yes, I did. So, you know, Christopher Nolan is everything you're speaking about as far as the business. Like he is a pure creator. He wants as many people to have his product in his hand. That's why he left Warner Brothers. Untainted. None of that. Right. So. Christopher Nolan was holding like a uh, TED talk, if you will. It wasn't really a TED talk, but he was out and about talking about the film Oppenheimer. And he says, I'm creating a version of Oppenheimer that you could buy and own at home and put it and put it on your shelf so that no evil streaming service can come and steal it from you. Uh, Nolan goes on to say um, how DVD extras were important in his film education. Right. So like, Don is a proprietor of this shit. You go to Don's house, he has a bookcase. That's not a bookcase. It's a DVD case. And there's uh, fucking metal cases everywhere. Like, he spends top dollar for his fucking DVDs. I buy box sets, yes. Right? But the lost art of that, you know, yeah, streaming is convenient. You can just go home, turn on HBO Max, and watch everything you wanted to watch that, you know, HBO produced. And people under their umbrella. But one thing they don't have anymore are the extras, like what went into filming yeah. uh, uh, Oppenheimer and how they got the yeah. explosion to look. And so he wants to preserve that. He is making a DVD with the extras on there the way that we remember. Like Star Wars uh, Episode One. Uh, George Lucas's uh, extras was like three fucking hours. Yeah, and it would tell you on the box three hours of extras. Right, like, and it shows you everything so, on filmmaking. Like, so, so if you buy a digital copy of a movie, because mm-hmm. now how they do it is digital releases before physical, right? Mm-hmm. And crazy enough, Best Buy is literally eliminating all physical media starting next year. Wow! So they will not have like CDs, DVDs, Blu-rays, anything, right? Crazy. Not even a bargain bin. Yeah, I mean, it's all gone. Right, but uh. But if you buy a digital copy 
For instance, I bought two digital copies this year. I bought Ninja Turtles and Spider Man, uh, Spider Verse because right. I wanted them immediately. All right, I still got to see that. They All they right. had special features on there, but they are they are definitely a lot less than they used to be. Right? I remember <coughs> the best example I can give of like like the art of like a DVD or Blu Ray was The Incredibles. Right? Mm-hmm. I. I remember getting that, and then when you put the DVD in, like it has like its own like design. You know the the menu comes up the special way, and their special features was it took you into that lava room. Yep. You go through the lava and you go into the, his computer, and you can literally go through files of all the heroes they talked about in the movie and like see, and it would give you their back their background, like where they're from, how old they were, and if they're alive or dead. You go through each one, right? Mm-hmm. It was so thorough and, and like in there, and they had a bunch of other stuff too. Um, and that that's definitely something that they have definitely died down on. A lot of the features now are like featurettes. It'll be like, oh, we did this stunt this way, and the video's like three minutes. Right. It's not like an hour behind the scenes. People don't even do commentaries anymore. Nope. Like a director would be on there talk about like, okay, so this part I would I was telling him to do this. I will say though, HBO in particular has like. Uh, if it's Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones, or oh, if it's Game of Thrones or um, uh, fucking uh, Succession, even Power does this. Like they'll talk about the episode yeah, after the, the show. After, yeah, Euphoria does that. Yeah, yeah, but Euphoria. But they won't like. Well, this shot because that used to be. Episodes like bread and butter, butter. Like when they do something that's kind of groundbreaking, they would break down. Like we had to sh- set up several different shots and blah blah blah. The last show I remember doing uh, that happening was for Breaking Bad, the episode where uh, Gus got his fucking face blew off at the uh, retirement home or whatever. Yeah, like they talked in detail about uh, Vince Gilligan or whatever. Yeah, talked about in detail how they set that shot up, how many times it took. Um, the different ways that uh, 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 Gus Fring, uh, uh, his uh, real name escapes me right now, but how many different ways he had to stand and blah, blah, blah. And like actual, the door actually pops off the hinges, right? Like they're talking about this shit and that doesn't happen anymore. It is a lost art. So for like um, young up and comers, they don't really have anything to go off of, but like YouTube, like go to YouTube and watch shit from back in the day. That's like... <laughs> I'm so thankful that like uh, Rush Hour 2's like outtakes are as popular as they are yeah. because it's a reminder that these things actually used to. Yeah, exist. I miss bloopers, man. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah I, 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 uh, Christopher Nolan is one of those like he compromises where he has to, but he's gonna let it be known. Like, I hate that I had to like, do that. Like, yeah, he doesn't all he uses all practical effects. Yep. Like, um, anything special effects is more for like. Sheen than like the actual like stunt itself, right? Like it, like Inception's all practical effects. Yeah, uh, Interstellar, all practical effects. He's a he's a he's a god in his genre, bro. You like, can't like yeah, he's like that. I I don't like to see like I, I that's the shit you want to see, right? It's right. Like, like when you're talking about like like film, the magic behind the movie, right? Like the film, like I'm not I'm not saying you can't have fun movies, of course. Like they, like I don't need to see it behind the scenes of every comedy movie. Right, 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 right. Like right, Step Brothers, right. I would love to watch. Right, because you know, yeah. but but like I was all improv. Like we get it, shit. but yeah. like I'm saying, movies like that, you want to see. Oh, how the fuck? 
Did they do this? Did they, like, yeah. What? Because and then like I want to hear from the actors what what was going through your head when you were doing this part, right? Like because like, like sometimes their performance is like like Killian Murphy fucking smoked that movie. He right? did, and that was all face. Like that's what I'm saying. Like I need to know. You can't CGI that. I want to know like what you were feeling, man. Like because yeah. like sometimes they get like it really into the role. Like, it so, Like so. Yeah, that's that's just just art in general. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I used to buy CDs and there'd be a double disc, right? And the second disc was a DVD that would be behind. Like, the yeah, behind the this, uh, Get Rich or Die Trying when Fifty took niggas through his through his hood and Bangle Smurf was there. Bro, kill a season. Yeah, Can't all run. that shit. I got Yeah, fucking shit. Of- Lost fucking art, bro. While we're on movies, though, we both went to go see the Marvels over the weekend. We right? did. I went on Saturday. You went Sunday. <clears throat> Look, I only went because I needed a date. Like, to go do something. And that was out. Yeah, and that was out. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I had no intention on going to see it outside of um, he that. Gonna, he was going to wait for me to see it. Yeah, we were just going to talk about it. Like, I, he told me about the end credit scene before either one of us saw it. Yeah, I leaked early. So, going into the film, I had no expectations. I didn't care. I wasn't expecting this film to tie into... Iron Man 23 or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was, it's a film. And I'm going to watch it as a film. Besides the film. So, we got the two for 30, right? At Studio Movie Grill. Two for 30. Okay. Uh, You know, whatever. Got a Charlie Temple, as I usually do anywhere I go. And I think I got a... Um, I got a drink. It was a big drink. With $14 or something. It was a big drink, like a, a big, drink. big, like a fishbowl type drink. Okay, my bill was seventy eight dollars, dog. Oh yeah, seventy eight. Oh yeah. So when she, when the girl tell, because they, 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 <laughs> they, they, you know, they take your card first now. Yeah, and I was like, no, yeah, was uh, she was gonna, uh, my date was gonna pay. Like she had the bread, so she was counting. You know, two, four, six, eight. Uh, she was literally five dollars short in cash, so I was like, oh, I got it. What? Uh, what she said was $78, I let her know that this is egregious. And the way black people let anybody know that something is egregious as far as pricing goes is, damn. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> you know all you need. That won't work. I was like, nigga, $78, bro, for some chi- I got chicken strips, fries, Shelly Tipple. We got a little uh, chips and dip. We didn't even t- but that came a part of the, That was an appetite. $78. I was like, I got it, you know, paid, whatever. We're, we're, we're whatever. The movie starts. I do appreciate they got right into the shit. Uh, it's good uh, to me. If you don't go into it thinking about why they haven't discussed a fucking intergalactic being sticking outside of the earth or any of that other extra shit, and you're just watching it for what they are presenting to you without all this cross pollinization, then uh, it's a good film. I don't have any quarrels about it. The only thing I didn't like, honestly, was how uh, you could tell, like, space isn't space. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, the CGI, that part, it, you could just tell. It was like, it kind of looked a little wonky, like, these people are just in front of a black screen right now type situation. The volume, yeah. Yeah, it, exactly. It didn't, there was no depth to it. Yeah. But outside of stu- little stupid shit like that, I didn't have a problem with the story, how it flowed. Yeah, look, the, flew, the, or the, it flowed. To, be, to be honest, this is one of those movies that's just, like, a fun movie. Yeah. Um, and I know it's going to be weird to say, but it seems like they want to be in the movie. Like they're having fun with, the yeah, movie. yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Like 
Like Samuel Jackson was having fun yeah. in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. He wasn't like depressing like he was in that fucking show. Black Girl Magic. Yeah. Yeah. Um and I, I, I just gotta give a round of applause to the the Alan Villani who plays Miss Marvel. Like mm. she is just so charming. Like yeah. like literally like yeah. you can't like I can't not smile right like when she's like on the screen. She's good. Because she's like she's like just having a fucking time of her life playing she's good. this shit. And this is the thing. It was a nice fun movie. It was a nice fun movie. And the after credit scene was fire. And the after credit scene was fire. Uh, this is the thing about Captain Marvel in particular. After that first film, I feel like a lot of uh, and this is two part. So did a lot of men bash Captain Marvel when it came out? Yes, yes, they still do. Um, it's too woke. All that shit. <laughs> Brie Larson sucks. She's not good. Why'd y'all cast her? She yeah. has no personality. She's dry. All these things, right? But then this film put that into more perspective for me. Like, I didn't have an issue with her performance in the first film. I didn't have an issue with her performance in the second film. But hearing all that chatter, then watching the second film, I'm like, bro, she's out of time. Meaning, you know. She lost her memories. Lost her memories. Everything's, she woke up in, or, you know, it's a lot. She was going, like, she doesn't know how to be. Today. All, she, all she's done is battle since this. You know what I'm saying? Like, so her, like, kind of being cut off from everything makes sense if you think about it from that perspective. Like, she played that role well. Like, she seemed disassociated with everything happening around her. The only thing she knew, the first thing she said when she brought Tony and him back uh, from space was like, let's Let's go run up on this nigga. Like, like you said, all she knows is war. Like, and she, Thor, she, and they did the little face off thing. And Thor was like, is she intimidated? Like, or is she just talking type shit? And she, he saw, oh, she really about that. And he was shit. like, I like this. One. Yeah, let's yeah. go. You know what I'm saying? Like, like Don said, all oh, this bitch knows war. And I fuck with that. Throw these hoes. I don't want to talk. We ain't got to. No pleasantries. And she about that action. Always. She's about that action. And then also, it kind of goes deeper into like, uh, because. The biggest thing with that movie, the first movie, was like that. Why they said in the nineties? Because like, really, she's like the first hero right. before after Captain America. Right, 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 right. Um, and it's she's like kind of the reason why Nick Fury even started the Avengers, right? Shield and um, yeah. but um, she was just basically like, I I did some fucked up shit, and I was too ashamed to like come back to you, like, right? As your, as your aunt, because yeah. like I was, I did some, fu- I literally almost like destroyed a whole planet. Like now, I did see discourse <laughs> on like why didn't we get that story? Like, because I could tell you right now that they cut some of this. They definitely cut a lot of this movie. Out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. can tell. Yeah. Um. And I'm I'm sure a lot of it's due to what was going on around the, stri- the strikes, the stuff. And all that shit. But either way, like, also if they went to that super dark route, like this movie wouldn't have been as fun though. To be honest, with no. You. I like that it was just it got right to it. It didn't waste no time. The yeah. part where they're like switching places was super fun. Yeah, the way that even the way that was filmed, I love to see that in a DVD extra. And that's Nia DaCosta, so she's a good director. Because even uh, my date was like, "Yo, wow!" Like, <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? I don't know how. And when they figured out how to use it, yeah, like, they, yeah, yeah, they were like, "I love, I, I like the movie." Like, yeah, the way they were going in and out now, was yeah. Here, if just to to put a cap on the nerd talk like from here though i think we're about to see a really 
like good transition mm-hmm. because the writer strike and the actor strike is over, right? It's but over. it actually helped us in a way, right? Mm-hmm. Because people are worn down by Marvel properties, right? Mm-hmm. Shows, movies, they don't stop. Right. Like they're like Loki was phenomenal. I love it. Um but you know, people are like hit or miss, hit or miss, hit or miss, right? Like not every movie's been like a fucking banger, right? To me, well, to me, no, to a lot of people yeah. though. But Guardians of the Galaxy was fucking amazing. I didn't see it, so I but uh, but they dropped they dropped some movies where people were like, uh, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. No, what what are we doing? And then the time has been building, right? Mm-hmm. So there, technically, there was supposed to be like an Avengers movie coming up, right? Mm-hmm. That's definitely going to get pushed back. Oh, Plus, yeah. we don't know what's going on with the actor or things of that nature, right? But What's happening next year might be the best thing for Marvel, period. Because they pushed all our movies back except one. So there's only one movie next year, and that's Deadpool 3. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's supposed to be like a very important movie mm-hmm. as far as continuity, continuity goes. Yeah. And then I think we're only... And then now they're trying a new format with these shows. Like, So what if season two comes out December 22nd? Mm-hmm. And they're dropping an episode every single day for mm-hmm. nine days. Mm-hmm. I was, and that was an interesting concept. And then they're dropping Echo in January all at once. Mm-hmm. And it's like a five episode special. Baganta. So, and then I don't think we have anything until Deadpool. And I don't think there's really any other shows on the docket that they've like really announced. But even if they do, like one movie, yeah, super good break until 2025. And they can actually work on the special effects for these movies and mm-hmm. like let it dissect and like let you. Then you'll be like, man, there hasn't been a Marvel movie the rest of the year, and then they can they can hit us again with another banger or whatever. Well, we did get a Marvel bomb today. I guess they picked who Mister Fantastic was playing, going to be. Apparently, they have the whole cast, uh, but yeah, they they finally dropped. I think it's I think they said it's official, but Pedro Pascal signed on to play Mister Fantastic. He, he voiced the Mandalorian, right? Or he yeah. was the Mandalorian. Uh, he's been doing a lot of shit. Uh, he's um, also uh, my shit. Um, Timothy Charlemagne, uh, Dune. He's in Dune. No, no, he's not. No, he's I'm not. thinking about uh, that's Josh Brolin. No, I'm thinking, about, I'm thinking about Javier Bardem. Javier Bardem, yes. Which he, they, he got casted as Galactus, Galactus. So that's what I was thinking that's about. That's a great yeah. choice. Imagine yeah. his voice is a yeah, big yeah, one. Yeah. But no, Oscar, I mean, uh, Pedro Pascal's been on a fucking tear. Uh, the Last of Us, right? Yeah, he's been, mm-hmm. The Last of Us, fucking, he did Game of Thrones, Mandalorian. Uh, he's been in fucking hella movies. Like, yeah. he's been fucking smoking shit. Yeah. So, uh, honestly... Great fucking choice, really. Like, um, and then uh, they got the uh, dude from Strange Things to be Mr. Fantastic, um, Joseph Quinn. Um, Wait, what? Yeah, he's supposed to be Mr. Fantastic. I thought that guy was supposed to be Mr. Fantastic. No, Pedro Pascal is Mr. Fantastic. And, and who? You said Mr. Fantastic twice. No. Oh, sorry. Human Torch. Sorry. Okay. And who who's playing him? Joseph Quinn. He was in the... The, the newest season of Strange Things, he was the uh, the leader of that D&D club. Oh, okay, okay. Um, and then And then, uh, I don't know if you've seen The Bear. Yes. Uh, uh, so He's the, playing The Thing? The Thing. Okay. And then um, they got the, I've always forgot her name. I think like Vanessa Kirby is her name. Uh-huh. She's playing Invisible Woman, and she was in, she was in, she was a, uh, Jason Staten's sister in the Fast and Furious movies. She's in Hobbs and Shaw, I think. 
Yeah, I gotta, uh, I she's gotta. in the new Mission Impossible. I don't know what movies you have seen that she's yeah, in, but uh, but she's a white woman. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, but uh, they got the cast rounded out. But uh, but I mean, it seems seems good. But they just got to do it right, you know. So obviously, this is an older, mature, which is good. I I hope they just see the easiest thing they can do is just be like they came from a different universe, bro. Just call it a fucking day. They don't need to have to be like we've been here. Yeah, oh, we've been trapped in the, the Mo- yeah in the negative zone right. this whole time right. Like, but like, or the, like, we'll see what they do. But um, you know, I could use a break too. To be honest, I, I kind of want to get to more just like going to see a fucking movie, like we did with Oppenheimer. Mm-hmm. Uh, having moments like that, because like Ninja Turtles, Oppenheimer, like Spider Man into the Spider Verse were like fucking events for me this year, right? Like, like especially Spider Man. Like Spider Man really was like, goddamn. Yeah, it was a great film. This shit was good. I watched it on Netflix twice so far. That shit oh, is so fucking is good. And it's just part one. Like, yeah. so we have another part coming. And, uh, like, I just, that shit was just so fucking good. I, um, <clears throat> while we're. Oh, and, a, the, and the Mario movie. Shout out to Mario movie. While we're at a little pause, I want to shout out uh, Smart Brother one time. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. He has a. He has a podcast. Yeah. Uh, Blue. Um, Ronnie Blue got a podcast called War in the Paint. It's um, five guys sit around and talk about everything that's happening in the NBA uh, this season. I'm sure it's going to carry to each season, obviously. But, yeah, it's a sports podcast. They're talking about basketball. Um, I'm not 100% sure who the other gentlemen are he's doing the pod with. Yeah. Um, But I do want to have Rodney on. So I figured it would be uh, dope for us to just to do a crossover episode one day uh, where we talk sports and music because that's kind of where we flourish. And Rodney flourishes with music too. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure whoever he's got with him doing the uh, sports probably are into music too. So I feel like that would be a fun crossover episode for us. We just got to set it up and all that shit. But they did just drop, uh, I want to say, episode three or four. There, I think there are three or four, if I'm not mistaken. And basketball focus, right? Yeah, basketball focus uh, podcast uh, presented by Already uh, DTX, which is Dallas, Texas. Um, so they got War in the Paint, yeah, week three. So they got three episodes out. It's on Spotify, Apple, all that. Anywhere you get your podcast, Man. it's basketball, sports uh, theme. They got five point uh, five point oh, uh, oh rating. Uh, so you can't beat that. I got it. I got it. Uh, War in the Paint. I can't wait to. I need a good basketball episode. You can't just have me and Ryan on here, and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. me being Kobe Bryant, yeah, Kobe Bryant, Kobe Bryant, uh, Kobe, Kobe Bryant. Uh, also, uh, if we could take it back to music for a bit, I do have a call I want to make very quickly. I had a coworker whose favorite artist is Tyler the Creator, so she spent big, big bucks to go see him perform at Camp Vlognal, uh, his festival. Um, here recently, I don't know if I'm. I uh, shit. I'm not connected. Probably. Have I connected to this room? Oh, uh, you want to connect? I gotta yeah. go over there real quick. I don't know if she's gonna answer. It might be her bedtime. Uh, I don't know which one it is. All right. Yep, I got it. Yep, in there. So we're gonna give a young Ariel a call. All right. She going to answer. 
Yeah. It's ringing. It's not too loud, though. But I hear it ringing. Oh. Hey, Ariel. What's up? Nothing much. This is your captain speaking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look, so uh, I kind of already introed the uh, part for you to just dive right in and talk about your experience at Camp Flognog. How was my experience? Yeah. Um, it was an experience. I feel like I have postpartum depression. Okay. Um, because I feel like I just wanted to experience, I don't know, I like be on TikTok and I'd be scrolling and seeing other people's experience and I'm like, dang. But I try not to compare because I try to be a little more optimistic in life. Mm -hmm. But overall, it was, it was a really good, um. I got there, like, at 9.30 both days, got in the beginning of the line both days. It was a lot of lines and a lot of waiting. Right. And a lot of spending money. <laughs> I bet. How much money did you and John spend, If like, if you could put, like, was it thousands or what? It was a thousand each. God damn. Like, for the... After y'all bought everything, like being there, it was a thousand each day. Yeah, being in California, it was a thousand each. Jesus Christ! Well, okay, I understand that. Okay, so let me rewind a little bit. You were saying you're you kind of got postpartum because you're seeing other people's experience. What were they experiencing that you didn't do? Like what what stopped you from experiencing that? What they experienced? Well, I'm um, being in the crowd for one. Because it's like, I've never really been to concerts. Well, for one, I wasn't allowed to go to concerts when I was younger. Right. So whenever growing up, I would go to other concerts, but those were like electronic music concerts. Oh, EDM so and crowd, shit. Yeah. The crowd is different there versus like at rap concerts. Because I went to Jambalaya when I was a senior. Mm-hmm. And it was just, I don't know, like... People are just different. Okay. So it's just like, like, I don't know. I don't want to put myself in a dangerous situation. Because fu- there was. The, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. There, there was like, um, I, I tried getting to the front, but it was just so. Hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Crowded. And, like, I have that anxiety of, like, I don't want to go through somebody and then be like, hey, uh, we're all, like, 
we've been here forever. You're not allowed to go in the front. So I pretty much stayed like in the middle. And I guess that's what I wish I experienced more was to go up to the front. I understand. I kind of had that same thing happen when I went to go see Kanye and Yeezus. Um, I didn't want to like bump like, I, yeah, I didn't want to like invade people's space to try to get a better view or whatever. So I understand that. Yeah, but it was fun. Uh, there was like in the, it was crazy because I met so many people and like I would watch, I would people watch and I would see people like, no way, bro, you're here. Like they would just see somebody and they're like, oh my gosh. <sighs> and so I just thought that was crazy. But what was crazier was I was playing a game by myself. And I was wearing this shirt, this Odd Future shirt I got from Goodwill. And um, this guy, and he was like, hey, I used to have that shirt. I was like, oh, that's cool. We started small talking, nothing big. His name was Omar, and his friend was uh, Aliyah or Leah, something like that. Uh-huh. And they were just talking with me. And we were getting to know each other. And then I was like, okay, well, I guess I'll see you all around. And then I walked away. And I got on the phone with John because he was, uh, we were in different places because he was getting merged, he was getting games, whatever. And then they were like, hey, Ariel, Ariel, and I hear them in the background. And then they're like, hey, um, we are you by yourself? And I was like, no, I'm with my boyfriend, but what sets are y'all going to? And we just conversated on what sets they're going to. One, pers- one of them had a a general pass and the other one had VIP. So I was like, okay, well, if I see you, I see you, you know? Right. And that was cool. Whatever. Fast forward, we're at Sazaw and we go inside the crowd and it was pretty, it was really, really crowded. And at that point we're waiting there for an hour because I spice is playing or no, 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 no. <laughs> Who was playing before Sazaw? Rex Orange County was playing before Sazaw. And so after that, there was like an hour in between. And I'm just waiting there. This girl tries to go past me, and I'm like, okay, that's cool, whatever. And But she stays stuck, like, in front of me. Uh-huh. And then we, we all, the crowd gets to know each other, like, because John sat down. People are sitting down. They're saving their spots. And I'm talking to everybody around me. We're playing games. And then I see the girl in front of me, and she has a camera out. And... Her, I guess the man that was with her was like, hey, you want to be a part of our group? I was like, sure, you know, I'll be a part of your group. And then um, I see the girl, and we're just vibing, and then I tell her, I'm like, hey, you should take a picture of my nails. She looks at me straight, like, in the eye, and she goes, Ariel? And I was like, what? And then she's like, I've met you before. And I was confused because I, I, I haven't seen her, like, on a normal day-to-day basis, so I didn't know who she was. Uh-huh. And, and then she was like, she showed me on her on her camera she was scrolling through her photos and she showed me pictures of my nails she was like we met with omar and i was like holy shit it was like a full circle like moment that i would never i'd never would have thought that i would ever see her again Uh but we met in the vip section and like probably like i don't know a thousand people yeah that's yeah that's why i did think you were finna say that like the the dude who was like, I, I I used to have that shirt, like donated it at our Goodwill, and like you bought it. Like I thought that's where you were going with the story. But it was so. Oh, no, <laughs> there were hella people with the same shirt though. I had. I was like, oh okay, I guess this was. A, I guess it's like a well produced shirt. <laughs> right. It, um, who was your favorite performance, and like who did you not really care to see? Uh, 
Um, well, I obviously don't want to say my favorite performance is Tyler, the creator. Why not? It, well, because, well, it, it was my favorite, but I feel like that's cliche to say it because it's just like. Well, somebody has sent me the clips uh, performance, like the whole 40 minutes, and I was like thoroughly impressed. And even when you were telling me at work that um, Tyler performed before Kendrick was kind of like, oh, that's interesting because it's his festival. Like, I I didn't expect that at all for you, for that to be the uh, case. So, like, it, it'll be okay for you to say that Tyler was your favorite performance, though. Like, that's... I guess, yeah, he was my favorite, but I didn't get, like, I... First, I was by myself in the crowd because I wanted to get on. We're trying to get closer to him. John was getting video from outside the crowd because he said it was a better view. Like, you could see everything. Right. So, like, I, and then I went back to him. So, I went back mid-Tyler performance. And then I went through my videos. And, honestly, I didn't record that much. So, it doesn't. it's not, like, a big deal to me because I don't, like, I don't have social media. So, it's not like I'm posting this shit. But, like. You don't have social media. No. I've seen your TikTok, bro. Except for TikTok. I don't have, like, you know, regular social media. You kind of go crazy on TikTok, too, by the way. I didn't know you were, you got, like, a million views or some shit, or a million something. Yeah, yeah. Anyways. No, how'd you you acquire that? We need, I need, we need to trade notes. I'm trying to get our TikTok popping. I just started posting. I I just, it was like. Where are you going? It was whenever TikTok, like, I don't know if you remember in YouTube, those videos, those ads of TikTok, where it was that guy with, like, a smiley face mask. Mm. It was that old. Like, it was, like, 2018. I don't know. It was, like, when TikTok first started coming out, and there were weird people on it. And me and my roommate would make fun of them, because he was like, you gotta join TikTok. It's just, like, a bunch of weird people. It was basically, like, we were we used to make fun of Musical.ly, and so, like, it was just, like, another thing to make fun of. Oh, so okay. he was like, "You just gotta start posting." And then at the, that time, I had deleted social media, so I was like, "You know, I need like an outlet because I used to post on Snapchat a lot, and a lot of people thought I was funny. So like, I guess like I was like, you know, I'll just post what I post on Snapchat on TikTok." Like people thought you were but, funny. Yeah, like I used to have a lot of followers on t- Snapchat because like they were like, "You're so cool," or "You're so funny." Like, I don't see that at all. <laughs> okay. All right, that's Oh, okay. But anyway, so Tyler was your favorite performance. Was there anybody who were kind of like, uh, I'll, I'll walk around during this set? Um, Be honest. Probably Kevin, probably Kevin Abstract. Like, I thought he oh, was okay. okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I, I can appreciate that answer. Um, yeah, it was, it was okay. But my honestly, my second favorite was AG Club. I don't know if you know them. Yeah, you were no, no, I don't. Do you know who that is, Don? Oh yeah, you do. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've never heard of these niggas a day in my life <laughs> <laughs> at all. They're pretty good, but um, I actually was chilling in VIP section, and they have like this couch area, and I was sitting on the grass, and all of a sudden, uh, I see this guy on his bike, and I'm like, "What? Why is this guy? And why does he have a bike? Like, we're not allowed to have bikes." And I look closer, and it's one of the guys from AG Club. It's like a two-guy group, mm-hmm. but it, I don't know who it was. I don't because I just I just discovered them. I don't know their names personally, mm-hmm. but 
it was one of them when I was like such in shock. I was like five feet away from them. And I was like, John, take a video, take a video. <laughs> he took a video for me. But I, I wanted, I was like, I couldn't, I was like, my brain was like, should I ask if he is and do I want a photo? But he was like on his way. So I didn't want to bother him. Right. And then I also saw Jasper. Oh, Jasper. Right, 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 right. Jasper. Mm-hmm, yeah. Tell me about Jasper. But I didn't want to bother him either because he had a bunch of, he had like an entourage. So. You also didn't bring me any souvenirs back, right? That is official. I actually did. I actually did. Okay. I'm cleaning up my room right now. So um, I did bring you back a souvenir. <laughs> Two souvenirs, actually. I think one of them you're going to be like, what the fuck? It's like, okay. Can I, is it something wearable or is it something I can eat out of or drink out of? Like, what is it? It is technically wearable. Okay, that's interesting. We'll see tomorrow, or are you gonna forget? No, I'll bring it. It's no, in my purse. Yeah, she'll probably forget. Okay, Ariel. Well, thank you for your brief recap of Camp Flognaw. Is okay. Is it ten out of ten? Would you recommend next year or whenever he does it again? Oh yeah, I'm going for sure next year. Like <laughs> it's something that it's like gonna be like my. You know how like people do like their family vacations. It's going to be like that. You said white people do their family vacation. Yeah, you know how, like, I mean, like, I guess, well, I wouldn't say white. I guess the more privileged or more more um, wealthier people do, like, they're like, what are we going to do for this? Right. This year for our right. family vacation. Okay. Yeah, well, I never had that. Yeah. Well, I've been on a couple of family vacations. I don't know if I'm like that. But, um. Yeah, but isn't it spaced out? Like, I don't know. Like, I mean, people that are well well off, they, they go every year. Yeah. Or maybe every year, even twice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Versus, like, me, it was, like, every five years. I was, like, looking forward to something. Sometimes you just got to say fuck it and go, you know? Just plan it accordingly and just do it. That's what I would do, personally. You might be broke when you come back, but at least you did it. No, thanks. So. I did for my I... Charlotte trip. I was broke. <laughs> 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 Shout out to uh, the people that made sure I was okay, though. <laughs> for sure. Well, all right, Ariel, I'm getting a little drunk, and I'm going to let you go. So I'll see you tomorrow. Are you opening? No, I'm closing. All right. Well, have fun. Don't uh-huh. be late. Uh, we'll see. All right, I'll talk to you later. <laughs> okay, bye. But she's so like uh, she has no uh, tone. yeah, like no emotion, bro. What's that chick everybody like? Drea or Daria? It's Daria. Oh, Daria. Yeah, that's show. exactly what she's like. Aubrey Plaza and her mom, um, Ariel's mom would come up to the job, and I would like make fun of her to her mom because her mom fucking adores me, obviously. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, Ariel's like a little loser up here. I got to show her the ropes. She's like, yeah, I know, I know. I know. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, I just want to get Ariel. She wanted to come do, she wants to come do the pod. But uh, this is a little taste of what you'll get on <laughs> if she comes to do the pod. She was. Um, no, because then the, the goal would be to make her react to something. She'll react, but like, it'll still be like, uh, very, she'll start going and then you'll see her. Down. Yeah, very. Quick. That'd be good to see in person, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ariel's dope, though. She's, uh, her and her boyfriend, they're very cool people. Uh, I don't know if I can say this, but his, his, he, he's tied in with like the, the Asian culture for real, for real. Okay. Um, I think I was explaining, uh, the wedding. It was her boyfriend who like hosted 
her party, birthday party that oh, I went to after yeah, the yeah, wedding. Yeah. Okay, that's where you were. Yeah, at. yeah, okay, yeah. Go, and he go. had all the triads up there. Yeah. Yeah. He about that like, No, for real. He told I told him to his face. I was like, nigga, I know a nigga that's tapped in when I see one. I'm a tapped in individual myself. <laughs> um so moving right along, uh I guess we've been going for a little while. I have a lot of things to talk about, so we're gonna do a little quick bullets and we're gonna end with the today's news. Um, this was today. Uh, Snoop Dogg posted after much consideration and conversation oh, with my yeah. family, I've decided to give up smoke. Please respect my privacy at this time. Yeah. Never thought I'd see the day, right? He was a smoke person, smoke person for weed, the spokes person for weed. Um, he's giving it up. Part of me feels like this health involved. Yeah. Uh, because I don't think he was a papers guy. Yeah. Blunts catch up to you. Uh, so maybe. I'm hoping, obviously, I'm hoping everything is okay. But I was uh, talking to Khalil about it on the phone, actually. Oh, boy, yeah. I don't I don't really... I've never seen someone who smoked that much just quit. So I'm like, I wonder if he's going to go through with withdrawals. Are we going to see... Technically, Snoop? he shouldn't, but it might be more of like he's done it for fucking... Ever. 800 years. Will he start to age? Will, will like what is going to be the effect of him stop smoking? Like I, something's going to get. Will he gain weight? Like what's going to happen? I'm concerned on that aspect, but I respect the decision. Whatever is next for him, I hope he don't pick up like drinking or anything. Because when you give up something, you pick up something. That's usually how it goes. Like if you give up, yeah, he's picking up family time. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> if you give up, like... I told you, wholesome. Yeah, right. If you give up, like, drinking or something for the gym, like, you replace drinking with the gym. Right. Like, I remember a long time ago, Sterling was like, every time you feel like you want to smoke a cigarette, start doing push-ups. And I was like, no. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. I'm going to smoke a cigarette if I have one. Or I'm going to get some. Like, I'm not going to do... You know, now, maybe... I kind of try to switch instead of cigarettes is masturbation now. So I'll I'll try not to masturbate and I'll I like I I I really didn't need to know that. Part. I'm just, I, look, you said wholesome. That's wholesome. Like is it? I'm trying not to masturbate no more. So I do push ups. Yeah, that's wholesome. Yeah, because it's uh, the powers in the mind, don. The powers in the mind. Not only am I building my body yeah. up, but I'm building up my mental fortitude. Okay. All right. So you know what. I take back what I said. I support Snoop on his endeavor. I hope you stop masturbating too, brother. All right. That was one quick bullet. Quick bullet two. Go to State Warriors. No. Draymond Green. Yeah, I was like, don't put the whole team on it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the one person. Yeah. Look, when I saw the shit happening last night, I wasn't going to say anything. Vendetta. I wasn't going to say nothing. Yeah. If you're living under a rock, it was... Uh, oh, I can't wait. It's... Speaking of that basketball podcast, I can't wait to hear what they Oh, yeah, say. Uh, that's probably going to be, yeah, War in the Paint. I hope y'all covered this the way we about to cover this because we about to take it there. Draymond Green. Yeah. On, can, can, you're more, you could type this up faster than me. Give me Draymond Green's shit for like a season. Give me all his shit. I want to know. Like, like, it, oh, see, like his stats? Yeah. Okay, okay. Give me his stats. Cause I'm, I'm, but stick with me because I'm taking y'all somewhere. 
Because the real work is not going to reflect in those stats that Dalton is looking up right now. The real work comes yeah. when it comes to uh, fucking being a defender on and off the court for the Golden State Warriors. All right, so I'll just do last year and this year so far. Okay. So last year he played 73 games. Okay. That's good, right? Because there's 80... 82, so he missed, okay. he missed nine. Okay. I'm sure he was suspended for some of those. Right, probably. Uh, he averaged 31 and a half minutes per game. Okay. Uh, he averaged eight and a half points per game, seven point two rebounds, and six in six point eight assists per game. So that was if, if you was a nigga on the street, not a nigga. If you were a person on the street, you would say Draymond averaged an eight six and what? What'd you say? Eight seven and six. Eight seven and six. Now in basketball terms, that's yeah. not great, right? Well, no. For so he's a primarily a defensive player. Okay. So you're not going to see a high output of points, right? Right. I'm looking at his career stats here, right? His highest career year was 2015 for points. He was 14, he averaged 14 points uh, per game. He played 81 games that year. Um, then he averaged nine and a half rebounds uh, and 7.4 assists. That was his best statistical career. Uh, they don't have a position for the enforcer. Okay? Yeah, so <laughs> I mean, he's more of a defensive player. So eight points a game, you know, Nothing crazy, but seven rebounds and six assists a game is very important. Right. So you need that. Yeah. We got the ball back um, seven times on a on a on a fluke. But he, yeah, his scoring is just kind of additional to the already high firepower they have. So again, Draymond mm-hmm. is an enforcer for the Golden State Warriors. Yeah. Mainly Stephen Clay. Predominantly Steph. Now Yeah, let me I'm just gonna pull up him as an example just so you What was the team they were facing last night? What, what Minnesota. Was, they were f- the Minnesota Timberwolves, right? That's correct. Rudy Gobert was that. That's the player's name that got yep. hemmed up. Yep. Okay, now if y'all all remember, at the start of COVID, Rudy Gobert, he's from France or some shit, right? Yes, correct. When COVID he, started, he caused COVID. He he touched all the mics and all everything at the little press conference. Then he thought it was a joke. You thought it was a joke. Then we we end up in at Florida at Disney World at the bubble. Literally made Donovan Mitchell leave Utah. All right, and got him traded. So him and Draymond have had a history. Oh yeah, they you know tweets. Uh, I think he said insecurities are loud or some bullshit. Rudy said and Dre tweeted it back once they whooped them. Whatever, right? But last night was different. Dre was like, you know what? It's time. It's time. I'm tired of this nigga, this light skin nigga. This shit was so vendetta for sure. Look, it was the first quarter. Yeah, like three minutes. I, I um, my notes say it was zero point zero zero. No, it <laughs> was like, I know, it was, like it was the first play of the game. It was like no, it was like three minutes into the game. I thought it was. I thought it was, maybe I don't know. Maybe I'm. Uh, Let's take around three minutes into the game. Okay, about three minutes into the game, and for the first quarter, I believe. Uh. The Warriors get a rebound. Yeah. They're going down the court. Uh, Clay gets tangled up with somebody. Mm-hmm. Rudy and Dre already having friction down on the other end. Right? So Rudy comes. But they have nothing to do with what's going what's on. What's going on yeah. with Clay and shit. Yeah. It's like going for the rebound situation. Rudy might have bumped Dre a little too hard. So as... Rudy's running down the court because Clay and his teammate are getting into a little uh, entanglement. Dre runs after Rudy. 
right. And yep, what does he do? Now, he yams this nigga up, put him in the Ford Nelson. All right, choking him. Yeah, and he walking them down while every, choking them too. Everybody's talking about the baby boy, right? Everybody brought up the baby boy, uh, serial head D on me personally with some wrestling means. This yeah. guy, uh, let me see what the wrestler's name was. This wrestler is known for choking out his opponents. Yeah, uh, let me see. The guy actually tweeted like, "Y'all leave Draymond alone," but serial head sent it to me because that's what he does in fights. Like he chokes people out. Uh, his name is uh Samo- Oh, Samoa Joe. Shit. Okay, yeah. The, uh, Samoa Joe tweeted, "Let Draymond live." <laughs> All right. Yeah, because I be. And then this is the picture that he showed. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna pop this up on the uh, screen for uh, on the uh, clip or whatever. So Draymond choked him out. It, you know, it was a whole thing. Um, Clay got ejected. Dre got ejected. And Rudy. Got Rudy got ejected. Yeah. Everybody's question is why the fuck did Rudy get ejected for getting choked out? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, but he did initiate the contact with Clay. Just, just because he a bitch. Yeah, just because he a bitch. And then Draymond got today that he five, five games, games, right? Yeah. Which I thought it was gonna be more than that. Yeah, it should have been. They, everybody's making fun of John Morant at home, like yeah. Like, <laughs> that was yeah. because John tweeted the smiley face yeah, or whatever. If, like that wouldn't have been me type shit. Yeah, uh, John Morant. Yeah, Twitter was on fire for that. I'm yeah. not gonna hold y'all. That was a that last night was a great they night. Were all in. Somebody took a clip. I, look, this might have to be the clip just so I could post like all the Twitter shit that came of it. Yeah, find all the MVP. But um. Somebody took the image of all them, like, you know, choked up and painted it as a Renaissance painting. Yeah, they actually painted it. Yeah. And that's exactly what it looks like. So it was amazing. Like, uh, 10 out of 10. And me being a Golden State Warriors fan, yeah. I am a fan. It's been documented. Yeah, he likes them. Um, uh, this was just fun for me to watch. Now, Rudy did say something that's interesting. That we might got to dig a little. Maybe when we have War on the Paint on the podcast. Sure. We can bring this up and dive into it a little bit deeper. Sure. But every time Steph is out, this is what Rudy said. Every time Steph out of the game, Dre does something to get thrown out of the game because he wants to only play with his guy. And someone says, statistically speaking, Rudy is correct. Yeah. Right? I don't know how accurate that is. That's something for War on the Paint. Maybe I'll hit them up and ask them. To do the research on that, and yeah. we could we could bring that back up later, but um, that is an interesting take. Like that is very interesting. Somebody also said like, uh, Dre letting it, Dre putting it out there. Don't mess with these two light skinned niggas. Imagine if that was Steph. Like he would have committed the murder. Yeah. Look, and I believe that nigga. So okay, so we we I told you I was going to give you comparable. Like mm-hmm. I told you I was going to tell you Steph stats compared to right. Oh, yeah, I know. Just Because he's the scorer, right? Yeah. So this is what a scorer's stat line looks like, right? Okay. Especially like an all-star of a team, right? So last year, you know, Steph's been in the league for a while. Right. But last year, he, he averaged 34.7 minutes per game, 29.4 points a game, mm-hmm. six rebounds, six assists. Mm-hmm. So that's definitely like an all-star stat line. Um, And that's... He had a pretty good year last year, actually, because 2015, he'd had 30 points per game, five rebounds, six assists. They won last year. They won the chip last year, right? Yeah. No, last year, Denver won. Oh, the year before last. Wait, yeah. what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Denver won last year. Wait, what? Hold up. Nikola Jokic won the 
Finals MVP. Oh, so the year before that was the Golden State. Yes, correct. Wow, that's crazy. Because I felt like I just watched that. Wow. Tom, bro, where is it going? You got a, like 13 times during this pod. Yeah, but I can't have to check, check the time, remember? Because I felt like we were going for like nine hours. And if I was like at this point that I'm at right now, that podcast would have went a little bit different. Yeah, this is where y'all talking right now. I know. Y'all, y'all doing it. I know. But this pot, I would have went, told, I would have shot. You should have asked her for a day right there. I would have shot at both of them, to be honest. I, I felt like I was a little bit more <laughs> shy because of our our history, so I probably wouldn't have done that. I would have said something. But, Brittany, I feel like I could break her. <laughs> I, I said that loud, right? I yeah. Said that loud. I would break her down to, like. Go on a date with you. Yeah, of course. That's what I meant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got the thriller Any, outfit. Anything on. else on the Draymond you want to talk about? No, Draymond. Hey, look. Hilarious. At the end of the day, Draymond's a real nigga. You know what I'm saying? He's a real nigga. And he gave a quote today. He's like, "No one's gonna tell me how to be me." So, well, and that's for damn sure. That's for goddamn sure. A name black of the day. You got that Draymond Green. You heard Dave Chappelle name? I can't wait for his podcast to tell you the truth. Oh my goodness, he's gonna go on a fucking oh shit. Okay, so Thursday night football descended. Ravens won thirty four twenty. Uh, so Joe Burrow never came back in the game. Okay, so my last little tidbit before the big one. Drake is returning uh, Friday, which will be, you know, the Friday before the podcast drops. Drake is returning. November 17th. Yes, there you go. With uh, Scary Hours 3, uh, the discourse around this is, oh, Joe Budden talked about him so bad and made him go back into the uh, the lab and uh, put some music together just to prove that he still got it. On the contrary, Derriere, I feel like Drake is just that nigga, and he wants to let it be. Let me put an exclamation on the run that I've been on, and I feel like he does that a lot. Like he'll come after an album comes out, and he'll fl- flood with more music, and put exclamations on every album that he drops. He even dropped the video for um, First Person Shooter with him and J Cole, which was an extravagant video. But to me, I feel like, well, I was telling Don on the way here, the video looks like something that the Lyrical Lemonade people would have done. I could tell the budget is definitely a little bit more there, but I don't think that Cole Bennett couldn't, uh, I think that's his name, right? Cole something, right? Beats me, bro. It's a white boy. Is it Cole Bennett? What's, what's Chance the Rapper's last name? Hmm? I think his last name Bennett, too. But Cole Bennett is a white boy who does Lyrical Lemonade. Right. I know you talk about. He drops videos. His videos are reminiscent of, at least to me, the video that Drake and J. Cole just dropped. And I kind of felt like, well, they, they stole that nigga whole fucking flow, word for word, bar for bar. But uh, everybody went crazy for the video. They were like, oh, this is the greatest video ever. <laughs> uh, all this and that and blah, blah, blah. All the references. It was a dope video. I enjoyed the video. Yeah. Um, one thing that I kept forgetting to say about For All the Dogs, particularly particularly that record mm-hmm. and my feelings about the album prior, yeah. is that listening to it more, I do enjoy it more. Okay. Um, I do want to get you more. As right. It's not forcefully. I did not force myself to like it. It was just like. Let me listen to this again and kind of yeah. like, you know, without the 
without knowing I have to do a podcast in a few or the following week or whatever. Um, I do want to stop doing like as soon as the album drop, we do the pod and review. Like I want to actually, if it's an artist that I really care about, adjust it more. I want to actually take in what they're delivering instead of like, cause the first day that's expectation day. That's like, I'm expecting Drake to be going here with this. And that's not what I got. So that means that the music sucks because it didn't live up to some imaginary expectations that I had. No, right. Absolutely not. So the more I went back and listened to the album, the more I appreciated it. One and two, our Charlotte trip made me appreciate Drake's. I already appreciated the Nadine, Pauline, Claudine. I already appreciated that. Yeah. But just what to, between Tony and Ryan, yeah, we were saying it so much that A weekend. Lot. I was just yeah. like, no, this nigga really blacked. Yeah. And then it's like, obviously. I dress better than Drake. That's a hundred percent. Like I think, like yeah. everybody we know, dress better than Drake, right? But obviously, he got more money. He has more. He has like, high dollar items on. Yeah. yeah, high dollar items. He he get in touch with more women than we do in a, in a lifetime, right? But um, it's still relatable. Mm-hmm. Like, regardless of the fact that like he's dating this caliber of women or he has this much money. The shit that he's saying is just some everyday nigga shit. <laughs> if you really think about what he's saying, like he looking for one girl in his phone, but all these other names pop up because of similar name or whatever. Yeah, nigga, I got that problem sometimes. You know, sometimes I do. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I know a couple of Courtney's. You know, I know a couple of Laura's. Whatever. And, uh, you know, it, it is relatable if you really out here like that. But all jokes aside, Drake's verse on. And then the discourse became about being because Yachty did an interview with Cole and they brought up the Joe Budden thing and oh, yeah, yeah. everything about that song. And Cole was like, don't think Drake isn't waiting to get his lick back. Like as far as that competitive nature that goes into rap, because Yachty was like, his generation, which I do agree with, is more about collaborative process. Yeah, like how how the song turns out versus who got who on this or whatever. And Drake did take that approach. And for Drake to do that is very big of him. Step out of the way. Let me hear my brother. I know what this album finna do. I know what the stream's about to do. It's me and J. Cole. We haven't done the song together since uh, in the morning. Yeah, let's just see how this goes or whatever it's, End up being the number one song, right? But Drake still bodied that verse. Yeah, not like he didn't rap. Yeah. He bodied the first verse. I could see how y'all thought he was yada yada. But I even said, to me, Drake ushered in Cole yeah. for Cole to blast that part of the, the record. Yeah. And then Cole, Drake was like, because this is, look, rapper one-on-one. Dalton, you can attest to this. I can attest to this. Any rapper can attest to this. Cole heard that record, that beat, and probably was like, oh, yeah, this is my shit. Like, I can body this. And Drake was probably like, I really don't know what I would do or say or how to approach this. So, okay, let me do this. All right, let me take it back to the drawing board. I'm going to intro you in. You do you. I'm going to switch the beat. 
and I'm gonna rap on something I feel like I can go in on the same way you just went in on this half of the beat. That happens in like rapper world more than not. It's like for the longest I feel like I couldn't rap on anybody else's beats but my own. And it took me and Miles locking in together for me to figure out like, okay, because you may be too. You can attest to this. The beats that you make, you're making, you made. You might, I might not be the first person you heard on those beats, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? You would probably think just hoopla. Let's just say, oh, Brandon will body this. So you, you in, in your mind, you're thinking, I'm going to get these beats to Brandon because I know Brandon will approach these the way that I, as the creator of this, envisioned it to be. Mm. And that happens more than not, uh, not in fucking music. Like, every beat a nigga rap on is not for the sake of him to get off. Sometimes it is just about making a record. Yeah. And I believe that's what Drake did. But again, that second half to me is probably it's up there with Drake's verses of verses because just because he was able to do the name flip, the Michael Jackson shit at the end, um, it was just a fire. It was a fire's verse, but n- n- nonetheless, Scary Hours Three is dropping. Khalil, while we were on our hour long conversation today, he asked me what I expected, and I told him I expect this not to be throwaways. I expect this is all to be fresh. The discourse that happened after the album uh, for all the dogs, I expect him to be addressing that. And I expect, sorry, I expect him to be uh, rapping for real. So I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I do, I, I said this before, I'll say it again. At the Gates, have you heard that record with him and Uzi? It's like a Lucy. Mm, I'll have to hear it. That is one of the greatest records to not be released that needs to be released. Like, I was expecting that to be on for all the dogs. Oh, then, yes, I know what you're talking about, because yeah, a lot of people were saying that. Like, they were expecting that to be right, on there, yeah. Bro, it's not even, <sighs> it's not even what Drake is. I mean, they both did what they are expected to do, but that beat is just so moody. Like, it fits a certain zone that, I don't want to keep like going to YouTube for it. Like I want this on my phone and I want to be able to keep this shit on repeat. Like it's just one of those moody, great. They're both rapping. Like even Drake, how he at the gates, pearly, like how he did it. Uzi, fuck up, right? I just got my whip off painted. Bitches ain't it. I forgot that. I was like everything about that record. Fire. I, w- I want him to drop that officially. But we'll probably never get it, so YouTube it is. Um, but yeah, that's for all the dog, the the all the dogs three, uh, scary hours three. That's all I'm expecting, really. Yeah, I, th- I think it's gonna be like three or four songs anyway. Yeah, it's not gonna be nothing too crazy. I don't feel like. Uh, shout out to Ti Clifford Harris, Tip. He just opened up a, a housing project yeah. in Atlanta. Uh, he converted an old shopping center into. Uh, Tommy got some good press. Low income homes <laughs> yeah. for the community. Shout out to T.I. That was a great move, especially after all the uh, uh, DJ Envy and Caesar situation. I was to say, Tommy got some good press. Yeah, we need some good press. Uh, So shout out to T.I. for doing that in the community. Um, The last big thing that I have, and uh, 
I don't know how you want to approach this. It'll be but, quick, I guess. This whole Diddy shit dropped on our oh lap. Oh my god! Right, right before the pod. Yeah. Um. Uh. So. It's a lot. It's a lot. Uh, and there's obviously there's still not everything dropping yet, but Cassie Sue is suing Diddy. Yes. Um. And she's. So Diddy has been sued by Cassie in a federal court accusing him of rape and years of physical abuse. There you go. It was it's because it goes under the Adult Survivors Act, right? Like mm-hmm. it's like something about that. But basically I'm not going to read this verbatim. That would take too long. Cuz the lawyer made a statement mm-hmm. um on behalf of Cassie um basically it's saying that he made her Engage in voyeurism, which is basically like having her have sex with men in front of him, mm-hmm. and then he would film it and like masturbate while they were doing it. Um, and he called these encounters freak offs. Freak offs. And this is in quotes, like in a document. Like yes. this is a real document. Mind um, you, the the cover letter of this document reads: "Trigger warning: This docu this document contains highly graphic information." Yeah. Of a sexual nature, including sexual assault. Yeah, so basically it's the same, like, he made her take drugs, and then she would take him to basically numb her from, like, like remembering all the So she said she went along with doing it, taking the drugs, so it could, like, make her be somewhere else. Yeah, mind out of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and then, yeah, and then she would try to delete the videos, and he always had a backup, apparently. Right. And then... Um, it said in 2016, he hit her in the face. Uh, he's the re- like, uh, he's the reason why she shaved the side of her head. Yeah, uh, he pulled out a like a grip of her hair, and uh, to, you know, created that. It was iconic for the time. Uh, a lot of women were shaving the side of their head to do the Cassie look. Yeah, so I mean, apparently, it's just it was. But that was yeah. for a long time that this was happening, um, and um, basically she built a case against him. Now that she's dropping it on his on his head, yeah. Um, Some sick shit. If you read it's, the it's, if you read the shit, it's yeah, it's, it's, sick. A, it's a lot. Yeah. But the, I guess the uh, two main things that stuck out were uh, obviously him making her have sex yeah, the with other yeah. men in front of him. And that apparently Cuddy and Cassie had dated in 2012. Oh, and he blew up his car. And uh, Diddy was so upset about that that he blew up Kid Cuddy's car in his driveway at home. And uh, Cuddy's, uh, some people connected to Cuddy, like uh, as far as legal teams go, confirmed that this was true. Um, and then when do we hear about this? Yeah, we had no idea yeah. that Cuddy and Cassie were even a thing. Um, it must have been so short. I mean, I guess it ended right. Yeah, happened, like, right? like, yo, I don't want to. Yeah, this ain't worth it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm look guilty, Your Honor. Guilty. <laughs> yes, I agree. I agree. But uh, there's always a but. There's always a but, Chris. There's a but. I do some of the shit. I feel like she was on board for some of the time. She. Obviously, the shit that she did not want to do is what we're talking about today, right here. 
That's what's in the documents. The shit she didn't want to do. I'm not even even the making her sleep with other guys in front of. I'm not saying some. I because I, I don't know. I was not in the bedroom with them. Obviously, I, I don't know. I just don't. I just I, everything. I, I just I don't know. I don't know. And that's another thing. Before we continue, because this whole Kiki Palmer thing happened too, just like a day ago or two days ago, where audio comes out with. Uh, Kiki Palmer's baby father Her and on the phone Is Kiki Palmer's mother And the things that she was saying Um, Even in that I'm kind of like Well Kiki Palmer admitted to putting her hands on him And she apologized And Saying hurtful things But all she said In the audio Because I listened to it with the dude and his tag is rolling through the whole video. Yeah. Whatever his name was. Um, you know, she had, uh, all he did was verbally abuse her, which is deemed assault. But she physically admitted to, she admitted to physically harming him in this video. I'm not saying Kiki right. And I'm not saying homeboy is right. The only person that's not right is the mom. <laughs> yeah, didn't she say I was like, I'll shoot your ass or something? She said, Usher's gay. Everybody knows that. All this shit. Like, I, and then, you know, just scrolling through the comments with the, with her mom, or everybody, like, is defending her mom. And I'm like, I don't want my mom to be that involved in my relationship, for one. And she was like, yeah, baby. She said something to the effect of, like, you said something about, Kiki being a child star, maybe your ass should have been a child star because we up 30 million right now. Wait, what? <laughs> what? Because if we, and then her mom came out and said, I didn't mean to throw Usher under the bus and drag him in this and blah, blah, blah. Like, I, like, I just hate to be so quick to judge like anything off the rip. It's tough. It's very tough. Because information is so readily available. So we jump. To whatever, like you'll you'll go to like a bullshit account, right? Right, and just go off what they say. You'll be like, this happened. Like they showed up. It, that's why I'm glad. The one thing that it improved on Twitter that is improved is that the, little the, the, the notes, the community notes. Because if someone tried to post a picture of Rihanna saying she was pregnant again, but they're like, this picture's from 2022. Right, so right, 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 right. Yeah. Right, so right, like right. you have shit like that. So like because people like literally will just run with lie, it, dry lie. All over in that bitch, and I hate that we care. I mean, or they'll they'll frame the article so you click on it, yeah, and then in the article they're like this happened to not be true, but they they started with right, the, the right, falsified right, information, right, right, um, and it's just it's tough. The biggest lesson for me to not jump on just immediately. Usually, the person who gets to the press first is the person who has most to gain. From said person, look, getting uh, I look, but Jesse Schmollett should have been, yeah, that should have been like that shit was crazy, uh, but it's just like so that's a great example or like the whole R Kelly thing. We knew this shit was true, like off like Almost. we didn't need all the shit. Yeah. Like like that's why this Diddy shit is not like I'm not like yo. 
this motherfucker been doing weird shit for yeah. a very long time. Look, I believe that he's into some wild shit. No, for sure. I just don't know if he coerced people. I mean, but you got to you got to think of age of this factor, right? Because Cassie was very young. She is young. She was younger. Uh, him, yes. But that because that that could also be called a type of manipulation. I, because okay, like, I agree. look, I'm signing you to two million dollars, and then you're like, but I also want to date you. Conflict of interest, right there. And you're like, oh, this is great. But if, if you're if you're 18, I want to be a singer. Yeah. Diddy can make it happen. You know what I'm saying? There there are ways to like <coughs> that's possible. Yeah. Now 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 yeah. sure she could have been like, Yeah, we could date. Let's have sex. Yeah. But then the other shit comes into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it might yeah, be yeah, like, yeah. Oh, this might be just like a one time like yeah. it, it could have started that way, but then it was like getting to a part where it's like uh it's, uh, it's yeah. this is getting crazy. And then you yeah. hit me. Yeah. Not once, but a couple times, and then but this is going on for years. Imagine the abuse and all that <laughs> is way more. This this, this shit's slippery slope. <laughs> I mean, but but I'm saying there's there's too much there's too much working against him. Yeah. Now what what I asked Chris in the car is like what's going to happen to Diddy? Right. Because the problem with this is as we've seen with Donald Trump and other mm-hmm. people that do wild shit, money will money make will make this shit go just go away. away. Yeah, because I mean, we got Deshaun Watson still playing in the league with the highest guaranteed contract in the league. Well, he got injured recently, right? But still, but he still get that yeah. money no matter what yeah, yeah, he does. I'm just saying, he's not playing, I'm just uh, but yeah, but this motherfucker got a massage from twenty different women, and they all had something to say. <clears throat> now they they said they couldn't find anything conclusive, but the point is, twenty different women. It's kind of wild, but uh, he he got the highest. So like, money makes things like you could, sh- and then plus the NFL teams probably made some of that go away too. <coughs> you know, with this kind of stuff, it's like it, it gets pushed on the and and like I told Chris as well. Like you don't know how many times this man's been sued either. Like Diddy probably gets lawsuits almost every month. Oh yeah, and we just don't see him because he's like yeah, he'll either just make it so they that the other people can't afford it, or he'll just be like, oh here's. Let me just give you 10 bands, bro. See, face. look, I, I like, imagine if Cuddy was in the car when that happened, right? That would have been a whole different conversation. Whole different, right? Yeah. Never probably would have been traced back to Diddy because of Cuddy's mental state at that time. And how, you know, we knew he was drinking. We knew he was doing drugs. It's a lot of stuff. That like, happen, yeah. you know how easily that could have just been... Uh, uh, accident on Cuddy's yeah. behalf and not really Diddy's fault or whatever. Hypothetically, if you know, I'm not, I don't know if any of this is true. Just going off a of hearsay, but like, fuck, fuck, man, fuck. Like this shit is a deeper, darker criminal link, bro. <laughs> oh, I thought that was me, but yeah, this is a deeper, darker criminal link. Oh, here we go. And I'm gonna be honest. Let me be completely keep a, honest. Keep it a bean. Diddy was the first artist, like entrepreneur, rapper, that I wanted to be like as a kid. I saw him, all the glitz and glam, the glory. But all the mud coming out now. Right. I'm like, yo, thank God Kanye exists. (laughs) And I don't know if that's much better. (laughs) I mean, it's better than that. Yeah, at least I know he ain't trying to get a nigga waxed, bro. (laughs) At least I hope, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But uh, because who knows? Like Pete, the the whole shit with Pete. Kanye's on some wild shit too. Yeah, but I'm like, yo, that's really like that. Let that. And I'm talking about I'm a kid. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, like a child, like yeah, not because I mean, junior it, it, high, it's, high school. It's gonna show you the goal, right? Right. Like I thought Diddy was like. They don't show you the rest, baby. That's the black. That's a black man on my screen doing stuff with music that I want to be like. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. he was the first person I saw like that. He was dark skinned like me. He was getting girls. Like yeah, I want to be like this man when I grow. Not no more. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, allegedly, I, look, if this is true, you know, the, the which, truth. The truth always comes out. It does, and I don't know what's going to become of this, but I just, I just, I always want people to be wary that this is what's dangerous about this. Uh, the the celebrity worship, yeah, and also just jumping into things as well because you don't know, you don't know because the like people we've seen time and time again, rich people are weird, bro. They're very weird, very weird. Look, first time I met and Dalton's dad is probably the richest man. I've ever like come in contact with the first time I met this nigga, he was in a bathrobe and cowboy boots. That's some weird shit for a nigga, right? That's about as weird as shit. Dawn's dad's ever done though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but that was enough for me to be like, let me see what's going on around here before I just become one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This nigga, dog dad came out eating a bag of Tostitos plain, no salsa, no cheese, no dip. He had the bag, bathrobe, cowboy boots. I said, oh, no, this nigga's ill. <laughs> For real. And I am nothing like no, him. No, you're, you're nothing like your dad. But I love your father with all my heart. He's a good man. But I'm just saying, rich people do do weird shit like that. We're, that's normal people are not accustomed to. That's all I'm saying. That was the weird Now, imagine shit. a billion dollars worth of that. That's what I'm saying. You could do shit that you don't. Yeah. Even, oh yeah. 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 You yeah. Can't even if, think that, of. If, if, if a nigga in a bathrobe and cowboy boots is like peak weirdness for a nigga like me, <laughs> what Diddy's doing is gonna be some unholy shit. Yeah. So like, <laughs> I mean, for real. Yeah. So I mean, I hope, I hope she gets some like closure from this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I hope that people actually pay attention to all this kind of shit because this is where, you know. Now where, let me ask you this: the last thing is it still on Diddy. Still the last accusations. Yeah. If Diddy had something to do with Tupac's murder. Oh boy. Cause I can see how that I can see the setup. I see the setup. I see Diddy start falling. Yeah, I see how Diddy can run into some niggas ain't got no bread from California that Tupac that the, that the guy snatched Tupac chain and it's connected and Tupac didn't know that but Diddy found all this out and ended up getting this nigga hit I can see all that happening I can see the dominoes falling like that right we see it in power we see it in the wire we see it in the Sopranos niggas who really t- and people forget Diddy did not meet his father you know why he didn't meet his father Cause his father was a big time dope dealer. His dad was tapped in. These are facts. So this is his mom. What his mom taught. This is done. This is a deeper, darker criminal link, this nigga. Could be a whole thing. Yeah. Niggas don't understand when a woman is married to that guy and that guy's no longer there. The things that that woman will do to keep bread. Or food on their children's table. We see it with Raising Canaan. I know you don't watch that shit. But it's essentially the same thing. 50's mom was out here with the uh, on the show. Canaan's mom was out here with in the rough of it. Like, providing. But she was a queen pin. 
Um, you see, women like this exist. It's not by happenstance that Diddy turned out to be the charismatic guy that he was. That's taught because you got to learn how to sell dope, nigga. <laughs> like this, this shit deep. This deep, right? Yeah. But to get back to what what I was saying, if it comes out that Diddy actually did have something to do with Tupac's murder, mm. what does that do? Oh, that's a whole different ball game. <clears throat> I don't know. That one, I don't know if you, you can't recover from. But more than pot, because ultimately, nobody's going to say this. If And to all my mm. Tupac enthusiasts, I'm sorry. But this is just all the history, knowledge that we got from this situation. Yeah. Tupac essentially brought that to his doorstep. I don't, I don't know how many motherfuckers are going to say that. I don't. That's a, okay. He brought that to his doorstep. Okay. That night or that, the events that led up to him getting murdered by who he got murdered by. If he just, if homie just snatched his chain and Tupac didn't feel the, that in him to retaliate, he might still be here. Cause Diddy wouldn't have to, F Diddy did it allegedly. He wouldn't have that play. Look. Right? But but more so than that, if Diddy is connected to Biggie's murder, oh, my God. Allegedly. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. New York might erupt. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. If Diddy is – but it, 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 if anybody is the evil boogie henchman of the music industry, yeah, we niggas like to blame the white man, but that's all money. We don't give a fuck about money. We have a, a whole nigga that has taken lives. <laughs> that's just dancing <laughs> and making y'all bop and drinking vodka every fucking weekend. This is going to be some monumental shit, nigga. Jesus might come back. <laughs> If we if it come down to the Come on man Everybody talking about pot But Biggie is who I'm more concerned about Because I'm more of a Biggie guy If it come down But that would just be nuts It's in the realm of possibility though No it's, all this is a possibility Yeah It's in the realm of possibility And then all it takes is one domino to fall <laughs> And the rest Because the truth will reveal itself Fuck <laughs> If Tupac has been Bishop at this whole time, I mean, if Diddy has been Bishop this whole time Man. and hugged uh, fucking Biggie's mom at the funeral, bro, oh my god, oh my god, this again, this is all alleged, but oh my god, yeah, we ain't never gonna see that man again. Uh, <laughs> they gonna throw that nigga in Pelican, but uh, we'll see what happens. Um, I hope Cassie gets justice though to bring this back yeah. to a circle. If she really did go through what she claims to have gone through, I hope she gets justice. And uh, I hope Diddy finds healing, man. Reassurance, self awareness, all that shit. Like, but you only get that type of shit with time, and you only get time behind bars. So, isolation. We'll see. We'll see. But uh, let's end with our weekly dad gang. Yeah, before we go, as usual, um, we got a. Uh, a 50% discount at dadgang.co. 
Um, you know, I, I wear the hats every episode. They just dropped a new leather cap. Oh, that shit fire too. It's I all black. It. It's all black. Um, the leather. front panels leather. The back is trucker. With the trucker, come on, bro. Uh, so they drop. They they drop heat. They drop and they're heat. good. They're good quality. Uh, you get fifty percent off. Um, and then the code is Dalton D A L T O N, uh, four two four five three. Uh, gives you fifteen percent off. My wife mentioned that they have a sale going on right now. Yeah, it's fifteen percent off. Uh, twenty one percent off. Yeah. Uh, but I think I want someone to try this. Uh-huh. But I think the they discounted everything in the store by twenty one percent. I think the code will still work. Yeah. So let's try it. So you might get an extra discount this week for Black Friday, uh, with Dalton D A L T O N four two four five three. Um, just but it helps helps the show out, you know. Uh, throw a couple of hats in there and uh, get a discount on your boy. Um, uh, shout out to Justin for buying a hat last time. Shout out to Justin. Um, California Justin. Yeah, he got the hat in two days. Yes, sir. Um, so we out here doing things. Um, we'll be off next week for Thanksgiving. So y'all have a happy holiday. We'll see you afterwards. Uh, we'll be we'll be ready for the last month of the year. After that, so this is gonna be a doozy. I'm gonna try to have uh, a guest for Londo for us uh, on the return. Alrighty, yes, sir. Uh, I ain't got nothing else, man. You know what I'm saying? Piece of chicken grease. <laughs> we out this bitch. I'm pretty fucked up. Got to go to work in the morning, but you know, one, you know, one love. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.